0: Xbox on.
1: Game on, baby. Wow! Oh, so Don't make a girl promise you
2: can't
1: keep Let's do this. Hello everyone and welcome to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast, the official Podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I am your host Ross Miller, and I'm joined by everyone's favourite cheese. It's delicious cheese, A.K.A. Reese.
0: Oh, Ross, how are you this week?
1: I'm mm. not too bad, not too bad. And she made such an impact in a 30 seconds she was on the show last week. <laughs> she's decided to join us for a full episode. It's Sophia Harris.
2: Hi, this is my redemption, my Red Dead redemption.
0: Ah. Hello, Sophia. Welcome to the pod. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and we have one one very special guest today, don't we, Ross? Me. I, uh, other than you.
1: Oh, who is it?
0: It's, it's, it's Clay.
1: Hey, that's all right then. Hey, Clay. Am, am I Clay?
0: <clears throat> <laughs>
1: no. Hi, guys. Because if Clay was here, I think he would just go, it's Steam. Or no, he would say it's. Yeah, he would say it's Steam, wouldn't he? Yeah, Steen. Oh, Steam. Oh, God. Steam, not Stein. Stein, not Steam.
3: Yeah, who's, it's who's Josh
1: that Steam Stein. guy? <laughs> who's that Steam guy? I don't Steam know who guy? he is. It's Josh Stein. I'm, I'm, oh my God, he's got me confused and he's not even here. I <laughs> know. Josh oh Stein. How are we doing, Josh? Yeah. All
3: right? Absolutely. It's a, it's a magical day here in Xbox land. Happy to be on the podcast. Again? Thanks for inviting
1: me, of course. Yeah, not many people have done a repeat. In fact, has
0: anyone done a repeat as a guest before?
1: me Major. Uh, you're number yeah, two tough. Papa
0: Larry's been on a couple
1: times yeah. well, always he, in a major shadow pa- sorry
0: Papa Larry that's amazing I'm calling him that the next time I see him that. oh god don't don't call him that no
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't let that trace back to me <laughs>
1: it's only as if this was being recorded for a
0: podcast Josh you know
1: yeah good thing <laughs> it's not being recorded I
0: love Larry <laughs> we had uh, we were having an interview with uh, Aaron Greenberg and uh Larry walked past the room and we all booed him forcefully, and he uh, he ran back in and, and had to defend himself. It was pretty had good. To but, call
3: it out, yeah. yeah, no, no, I love I love the guy. He he likes to give me some crap, so I, I definitely throw it back a little bit. You throw back crap at him. Well, <laughs> we we keep it professional.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, we usually start the podcast with what we've been playing this week, so we're going to start with you, Josh. What What have you been playing this week?
3: Oh, man. Um, I have not been able to put my console down uh, lately. Um, Hello, Fall lineup. Um, I have been, right now, sucked way into Battlefield 1. Uh, Conquest and multiplayer has just really got its fangs deep in me, and I've been playing it, I think, every single night since it launched. Nice. Um, And then Titanfall just came out, and so I'm slowly creeping through the campaign which i'm finding pretty pretty fun. I'm um, really enjoying it. I I know we all thought it when the first one came out, hey what would this be like with a campaign? Um like a first single player campaign and I'm really enjoying it and grokking on it. But man, something about Battlefield really has its has its teeth in me. It, it just feels theatrical, I guess, almost orchestrated That's in a, a good sense word for it. where yeah. you're ch- I just, you know, in other games you know, you spawn, you run around, you get shot, you die, you respawn, you know. Live, die, repeat kind of thing. But in Battlefield One I feel like I'm part of like a a movie. As I'm charging up like this castle with this ocean and sunset, you know, off to the right. There's like this battleship firing mortar rounds in and exploding. Guys next to me are just flying everywhere. There's this bomber just whoa whizzing overhead and I'm just like charging the field of battle with my bayonet and then I'm lost
1: for like seven hours.
0: Classic. <laughs> I feel like playing Battlefield now. I don't want to do the podcast anymore. (laughs) This
1: podcast. I'm going to play it as well. I've still got some on my trial. I've still not bought it yet. I'm still in my trial. I should charge them royalties now. Yeah. Oh,
2: damn.
1: We should charge EA Access royalties on this podcast. We've got nothing but good things to say every week. (laughs) That's a a
3: darn good program. No no joking. That's one of the Uh best programs I've ever seen a, a company try
1: lately. I bought a new PC this week and basically just i'm going to jump into what i've been playing so i've been playing forza horizon with my wife uh, and that is via pc so i'm on my new shiny pc and she is on xbox one and we're doing play anywhere oh
0: man that's awesome we've not done it with
1: gears yet but this is so so cool and but just when you were talking about it i actually signed up for origin access just because I've got EA access and now Origin access on my PC. Phenomenal. <laughs> you know, I, I love my Windows 10 PC. Absolutely. Awesome.
3: Yeah, I'm a big supporter of the XPA program, uh, the Play Anywhere. Uh, my friend Bobby, who you guys know over at Rare. hmm mm-hmm. uh, He's a big PC player and loves PC. And I was able to play Gears with him because of that. And we haven't played games in forever together. It's the idea that... Uh, just part of the XPA and the cross-platform play that uh, Gears had. We were able to play Horde mode together, and that was really legit. Uh, Josh, we've got to play some Horde. Yeah, I'm yeah. always down. I'm always down.
0: <laughs> Reese, what have you been playing? Me? I have been playing uh, Gears of War, and that's it. I have been super, 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 super busy, and I've just sort of been chipping away at the campaign, trying my best to get through it. We are up to we just got past the elevator from hell section. Ah, yeah. And that, that <laughs> had me nearly putting my controller through the TV. What I difficulty to, are you playing it on? I swear to Odin, hardcore. Okay. Oh, damn. The only difficulty. And, my and, God, I, there's,
1: there's one above that. I,
0: I, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I was just, I, uh, oh, you get right to the end and then it all falls apart. And then it's like, Oh, checkpoints. <laughs> what are they? Nope. Ah! <laughs> but, uh, Yeah, we managed to get through it. It it just it just took some time.
1: Have you forgotten about the DBs yet? Have you moved on from the DBs?
0: Yes, I, I have. I have. I have moved on.
1: Mm.
0: and okay. are you starting
1: to enjoy it i know you were you were i was enjoying, enjoying the, the campaign
0: i just did not like fighting the dbs for two solid hours in the beginning because i was like i miss gears where's my gears where, where, where's the, the the blood and the chainsaw and the violence and the meatiness of gears it it felt wrong but it it, it definitely came back home after the uh the interlude. In fact, in a way, the the wait made it a little bit more satisfying because I was like, "Give me what I need."
3: <laughs> yeah, I definitely felt like they were setting the stage when I was playing through that. Yeah, and you could tell they were ramping up, and I was like, "This isn't quite familiar, but it's semi-familiar." And then boom, in pops a swarm, and you're like, "Holy crap! I'm back home again. This is awesome."
1: Sophia, what about yourself? What have you been playing this week?
2: I've been playing a lot of different things. I've been like moving back and forth. Um, I I've been playing. Batman Arkham City, for a weird reason. Um, Well, not weird. I reviewed the Return to Arkham yeah. that just came out. Uh, and I sort of just continued playing it, because it was such a cool blast from the past. Um, mm. Which was like the hardest thing to review, cause I was, by the way, because it's like, they're so amazing games, but I'm trying to review whether or not it was worth uh, remaking, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. creating them. So it was like, because they are amazing games. My god, they're so good. Asylum and City. So mm. I played a bit of that. I also played like i mean it's a it's a spooky season so i play like left for dead like i always do every week uh and then i played i've started civ 6 i started that on monday yeah, then, yeah monday
1: i'm so excited did... to hear this because i haven't had a chance yet so how i know it's an xbox podcast but this is a game that i would love to come to xbox so sophia yeah. how is civ
2: here's the deal i didn't understand what was going on <laughs> like at all it's my first time playing civ i was streaming with um i was on the easy Allies stream they used to be game trailers now they're easy allies so i was on their stream and they were like you guys should play civ 6 i was like why not i bought it i was like okay let's stream this did not know what was going on most of the time but it was so much fun like i like i made like i always i did norway because yeah i'm norwegian so i was like oh (laughs) yes and like oh that's the city bergen cool and like I don't know. I'm really excited to just like sit down, go through a tutorial, and like understand everything. But even if I didn't understand everything, it was just so fun.
3: Yeah, so, yeah it's I doing, different, but I hear a lot of good things. Uh, I'm like you, Sophia. I've never yeah. played a Civ game, and mm-hmm. I bought Civ 6 based on everybody at work talking about it nonstop. And I was like, all right, if it's this good, it's gonna be worth my time. So I picked it up. Yeah um and then i'm going on a trip this weekend so i'm saving it basically for the the flights and the trips there but uh, i've heard a lot of good things um and apparently you should never walk around xbox and say you've never played a civ game because you might get yeah. oh, you I'm might get some reading. crap online
0: I, i'm going to the uk uh, actually i said this just before you came on the pod i'm going to the uk this month and i intend to do the exact same thing buy civ 6 for the uh, for the plane flight there and back <laughs> It's gonna be yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. Just I'm headed to London on Friday. <laughs> l- l- oh, really? L- let me give you guys a pro tip, okay? Never, ever, ever take your eyes off Gandhi. <laughs> oh, really? Not even once. I haven't played with Gandhi yet. Okay. Though. Okay. So, okay. It's, it's a sneaky an, one. It, it, it's a huge in-joke based on... It's, it's not really a spoiler because it's like, you know, 20-year-old joke almost. But the in-joke is uh, every civ has their own uh, aggression rating, basically. I think it was from 1 to 10. We'll say it was from 1 to 10. And anyway, Gandhi was like sitting on, on the bottom, on 1, because he's Gandhi. Mm-hmm. But then when you enter the nuclear age... Everybody, every civilization loses two points of aggression because, you okay. know, the nuclear bombs, everyone becomes a bit less aggressive. And instead of going to like zero or negative one, he actually flipped around and came back to 10 and turns into a psychopathic nuclear arsenal unleashing monster who just wipes oh, out man. the entire world with, with in nuclear fire. So, yeah, careful ah. of Gandhi. Yeah, keep, keep I, a wayward eye on him.
2: I, I need it. Just it all makes me realize how much I need to do a tutorial. I didn't do a tutorial. So I was literally just thrown straight into the multiplayer, and I just sat there like, "What do I press? <laughs> what do I do?" <laughs> but like everybody at Twitch were really helpful. But it was just I don't know. I was it. It seems really fun. And thank you for the tip. I only play with Confucius. I think so. Gandhi. Okay, mm, I'm, I'm gonna remember to that.
1: Play. Is Scotland done it? Can I be Wallace?
2: I don't know. I just saw Norway, and I was like, I don't care. I just let's just yes. do this. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: I'm going to go ahead and guess. There's no Finland.
2: I don't know. I saw I, I played as Harold something something, and my Ian played as Cleopatra, I think. No,
0: um, the, the, the problem with uh, Civ is it's historically accurate. So when when you pick Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 where the Finland is because Finland was just part of uh, Sweden <laughs> too bad <laughs> my uh. national pride so like you look at the map and it's like Sweden and I was like yeah my country's in there somewhere
3: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> so, so guys
1: let's find out what has been happening in the subreddit this week you're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast this week in the subreddit So first of all, Reddit user Mobin underscore Amanzi posted the story coming out of the conference last week that Gamer Created Tournaments and Arena are coming to Xbox Live next year, as well as Beam. Guys, are you excited for this?
0: Very.
2: Yes.
1: What's Beam? So Sophia, you've just talked about (laughs) (laughs) streaming.
2: I'm beaming with anticipation.
1: All right. (laughs) <laughs> no, no.
3: I think it was. It was. I'm just kidding. Of course, I know what Beam is. Uh, I was actually <laughs> playing with it this morning. So um, even uh, myself, I put up a little stream setup in my office actually nice. to do lunchtime uh, lunch lunchtime with Beam streams. I'm, i I got to work on the name,
0: but uh, <laughs> for anyone who doesn't, Josh oh, does a lot of streaming, and he's he's pretty good. So you should follow him. What's what's the name a- of your Twitter account? Uh, sort no, Twitter, sorry, Twitch account and and Beam account uh
3: beam and beam is t- just Steineken, like twitter but uh some little uh some little punk took it on twitch so i'm just xbox oh. Steineken on twitch yeah it's Gosh. like the one platform i don't have Steineken on but that's okay first will, you twitch Steineken! i will get over i will get over it um josh
0: but, is twitch Steineken. i mean there was a comma yeah. in there okay
3: yeah, yeah. there was a uh-huh. comma but I've been playing with oh, Beam really? a lot because I wanted to get more familiar with the platform. Um, and holy cow, uh, I'm really impressed with the ease of use. Uh, the biggest thing, though, for me that I've uh, I've loved about it personally is it changes. So I've done a lot of Twitch streaming for work. Um, I think I'm I think actually this month's my two year anniversary of like my first stream I ever did.
1: Nice. Uh,
3: so off and on I've been doing it for work for about two years and pretty pretty used to it on the other mm-hmm. platforms. And what I like about this one is. I felt like on previous platforms, I was putting on a show, and then the audience was reacting to that within, you know, with that 30-second delay. Um, this is way more of a conversation, like a podcast, for example. Uh, I can listen to the podcast, and then I can comment on your Twitters and talk to you guys about it afterwards, but Beam would be the equivalent of like me right now on the podcast getting to talk to you. So, And it's still surreal, because I was doing... What was I doing? I think it was Titanfall or Battlefield the other day. I think it was Battlefield. Uh, it was like Monday or Friday I was streaming it and same thing, like something would happen and I would react and then my chat reacted instantaneously and that just kind of blew my mind like wait a minute, holy crap, fourth wall breakdown here you guys are like sitting next to me on my couch almost playing and I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that I'm excited how we, how we can expand on that as well
1: Yeah for me there's only one thing that this is just going to make my life a lot easier for probably the only game that I ever stream is Jackbox Party Pack Oh yeah, the no delay on Jackbox is yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's it blows your mind as you said just to have people actually be able to see what's on screen and not have that thirty second delay. Yeah, and it's the perfect streaming game for me, of course. So it's designed to be streamed. Yeah. So I I just I can't believe that it's actually the te- I can't believe the technology here right now to almost have instantaneous streaming. Yeah, it's crazy. From me to you. I
3: know. Yeah, I wasn't even Sophia. using FTL, and it was that fast. Because like wow. they have, they have the FTL setup where it's like, was it like 0. 0.3 or 0. 0.5 or it's something insane, like 0. 0.05 delay or 0. 0.8 or something like that. But I wasn't even using FTL, and it was still so so dadgum fast. It was pretty impressive. So, they... you do
1: a lot of streaming. What's your thoughts about Beam having the the almost zero delay? I
2: think it's great, and I think it's great that we now have a lot more options as of where we want to stream. So it'll be Beam, it'll be Twitch, it'll be YouTube. Like, you'll find the one that fits you. Like, I feel like, you know, there are some... I know people who like YouTube rather than Twitch, and the other way around, like, it all depends on what you want to stream, how you want to stream. And also, I mean, the delay is great. Like, saying goodbye on Twitch is really awkward. Because you're like, goodbye, and then you want to see people say goodbye. So then you just sit there, and you're like... (laughs) Smile. (laughs) And smile. And smile. (laughs) Monday was my first stream ever on my on my account. So I wanted to do like once the Easy Allies ended, I was just still there just sort of like saying thank you guys for watching. I was like, okay, bye. Um, I, w- I want you guys to say goodbye to me. <laughs> so I just <laughs> sat there and said goodbye twice. So, you know, I mean, and yeah, it's it would be nice to have those instantaneous instantaneous replies. Cause that, I mean, that's what I love about, that's what I really enjoyed about streaming was the connection I had with the people who watched me and getting to talk with them. And like, as someone who enjoys single player games, it's great to sort of have someone sort of there in the room, you know what I mean? It's That's great. I was yeah, rocking good.
3: on. It just becomes a conversation like yeah. your friends are there with you versus mm-hmm. a performance. And like you said, I think I think it's the most important thing at least when I talk to like my fellow community managers or people here is it's all about choices, like not pigeonholing people into one option or another option, but I'm always a big fan of giving everyone choices and then letting letting the community pick what they like. This subsect will really like this. This this whole, you know, demographic will really grok on this platform yeah. and being able to then spread that out among the community. I like I like that idea way more than here's one choice, go.
2: Yeah. No I think
3: it's a
0: too.
1: choice, is it? It's just what See, it is. Reese like I know you stream audio one way because, you know, your face oh but, um, <laughs> yeah well <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm in a harsh mood i'm in a harsh mood what can i say oh, God. uh but you know you, you, you're gonna get benefit of, you, do you do much streaming or
0: me no yeah. but uh i was just trying to say that uh, i really like the way that um beam also sort of gamifies your experience as a watcher because when you watch twitch it's it's fairly passive you know you can you watch the stream and you know you 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 type kappa into the the chat every now and again, but it's 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 still fairly passive. But but Beam actually has like all these cool things that you can do, and all these things that happen while you're actually watching. So it makes watching far more engaging. And also, I wanted to comment on um, what uh, what you guys were just saying before about how it's it's so nice to sort of have somebody you know basically watching the game or playing the game with you. And I was going to say it feels like the natural evolution of Let's Plays. Because a Let's Play was like, you know, somebody playing a game so others could watch and then they would, you know, maybe make a comment and he might mention it in the next episode. But now it's all happening like on a on sort of a one-to-one level.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I always looked at it as the next evolution of couch co-op. I know. Yeah. I know. I know you two, you know, in some games you are co-oping, but I mean, if you're in an audience of like a hundred, obviously you're not co-oping with all of them, but... That's why I always looked at it as like, you know, it's the 2016 slash, you know, the future version of co-op. It's having that audience, friends and um, and just fellow streamers right there in your right there next to you virtually.
2: Yeah. And also I also think streaming is sort of the new way for up and coming, you know, gameplay content creators to get an audience because getting an audience just through YouTube now, like, you know, the pre-recorded edited videos is so tough. Because it's such a huge market now, and I think yeah, n-
3: new platforms allow allow better, yeah. uh, better. What would you call it? like a, like a better splash for content yeah. artists? That's I a mean, good word Like for you it. said, YouTube's been around for a long time. It's no secret. Like I love YouTube, obviously. Yeah. Um, I go to it constantly for my own like for what specifics I want to watch or streams, but uh, yeah. it's a big, huge community. Um, New and upcoming communities like Beam Beam already has a really strong community. I've actually been secretly lurking in people's streams and seeing what people are showing and how they're interacting with their chat and their audience. Um, but I like the idea that it's something new, so that way people with individuality it might give them a, a better chance. Because uh, I've worked with a lot of content creators, luckily, over the past nine months, and. Anything we can do or a platform can do to help give them a bigger megaphone, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes. You can see, right? Yeah, (laughs) of course. Yeah. Uh, is something that I think is pretty, pretty, pretty darn cool.
1: Yeah. And Josh, just to interest, how many hours did you stream Quantum Break for in total? (laughs) How many many what? How many hours did you stream Quantum Break
3: for? Uh, Oh, on my Friday streams with Stein? Um, I think I did 12 episodes. I tried to really draw it out because I didn't want it to end.
1: Felt, well, it felt longer, to be honest, So. <laughs> it was.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I told you I'm harsh tonight. Yeah, you're really savage harsh.
0: today. Extra
1: <laughs> Ross Savage Miller here today. Um <laughs> now, you're
2: unbeam leavable.
0: Oh.
1: oh. <laughs> get, I knew get, there was a reason why I hadn't asked Sophia you. on this before. The get beam hunts begin. Oh my mm. god, yes. <laughs> Now, one of the other parts of that is Gamer Created Tournaments and Arena are coming to Xbox Live next year as well Of course, we have some of that in preview with Killer Instinct Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but all I can say is I'm going to take on the world 3 on 3, Snow Day Rocket League, and no one's going to beat me Simple as I
3: know know some ringers I'll send them your way way for challenge (laughs)
1: Oh Girl (laughs) now this week as well sore psychosis posted that achievement hunters sh- should rejoice i can't speak tonight Uh-oh. over 94 percent of titanfall 2's achievements are tied to the campaign guys i don't know about you, but i'm quite happy with that for someone that probably not although the multiplayer is meant to be fantastic i really can't get, wait to get into the single player campaign so to know that the majority of the achievements are there i'm really quite glad probably is i think
3: it's pretty Cool actually. Um as someone who dabbles so I, I enjoy multiplayer, but I there is no game like I I like rock at. Uh multiplayer for me is just enjoyment. Uh it's nothing competitive, but I know there's sometimes achievements locked to those, like being able to pull off like I don't know, I'm just making stuff up, but like ten headshots from two hundred and fifty meters away, knowing that I am complete trash with sniper <laughs> classes. That I'll never get that. I kind of like the idea, actually. I didn't. I didn't even know that actually until you just said that. So um, that's yeah. pretty cool that you can go back. And then I imagine there might even be some replayability in there too.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, do you go for achievements? Sophia is unlocking a digital trophy.
2: What well, you go for? If I go for achievements. Yeah. No, I mean I'm the same. Like I, I'm one of those people who love games more than I love a lot of things in life. But I'm terrible at most games. So (laughs) achievements don't really... It's nothing I aim for. It's always fun to get one. Um, And yeah, I mean, I only mostly do single-player campaigns regardless of what it is. So that's cool. But yeah, I'm not an achievement hunter in that sense.
3: It depends in the game for me. Yeah, it does. I'm I'm kind of the same way, but then there's games like Inside. Like I'll play Inside and be like, oh crap, I got to get all these achievements. Because A, the game is so freaking good i want to re i want an excuse to play it again yeah and and two if I, sometimes i'm close like i'm at six or seven hundred away out of a thousand and i'm like and then i look at them and i'm like oh well, i kind of just got to replay it one more time or two more times and just get all the collectibles so i will admit though they're games that really do suck me in for those achievement hunting
2: yeah actually i just realized that's what i've been doing with left 4 dead lately
3: Nazi. see
2: yeah that's that's like yeah like <laughs> killing x amount of special infected with a machete I'll do it, that's true I mean
0: what uh an achievement I think is a really good way to actually like if they're done right without being grindy or annoying or random, they can actually be a a really fun way to encourage replayability and encourage you to play the game in a way that you might not for example killing special infected with machete like uh, mm-hmm. you, you might not normally do that but now you have an excuse to play through it again and, and hack some monsters to pieces with a machete
2: and it's super mm. fun right <laughs>
0: yeah a time of my life
1: <laughs> so josh you've not been on here since episode two so what have you been up to
3: Oh, like specifically? I mean, I don't uh. have any. I don't have any announcements. I'm head down right now with our studio titles. Um, mm-hmm. I know last time we. I mean, I, I guess to catch up because last time we talked, um, I was on Quantum. Mm-hmm. Or Quantum had just la- had Quantum just launched. I feel it, like it Quantum had, it,
0: it had just launched. It was actually like two days after launch day. We had the theme up, and we just did the contest. That's right. That's right. With, we the, had with the contest, with the face.
3: which was amazing. By the way, I do want to call that out. I really friggin love those contests that you guys come up with because it's not, um, I call call (laughs) them, (laughs) I call them retweet for follow contests, which are great and fine and all, but I really like where you get involved with the community. I mean, that's, I'm way bigger of a fan and sure you get less entries. Sure. But you know what? The content you get and the interactions you get with people are just so much more genuine and real and original. And I am all about that versus an automated, follow
0: did you see the uh, the amazing artwork we got for the um recore contest
3: yes 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 wow. for the Recor one. yeah was i was working great. with pam who was the cm on that and i, yeah, I got I to remember. see some of that because i can i'm going to be honest i kind of tote you guys whenever we talk about our games i'm like make sure you hit up the the r r slash xbox one they got some pretty cool stuff over there yeah. i like how you guys revamp your header and you you know you kind of get some of your buttons for launches. Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of that but yeah um i guess to catch up maybe uh it'll help as well because things have kind of evolved i'd first joined the team and they were like quantum break go and so i kind of hit the ground with my with my rump on fire at 300 miles an hour um but we got the launch out which was awesome and it was super fantastic and i'm still on quantum um we're still working on some things you guys saw we had the steam launch Yeah, Uh, that was Mm -hmm. super successful people on Steam are really responding well to it which is great just to see more community people pour in but things have kind of evolved actually I'm now on a uh, still still, same role still community manager for Microsoft Studios but um, my time is now dipped in a couple pools now Uh, still work on still help with some quantum initiatives yes um, and then I got assigned a new game which we announced at E3 I knew at the time at quantum but I couldn't talk about it but it's now public Yes, it's now public that I am the community manager for State of Decay. So State of Decay 2 is coming next year. I did not know that. Yep, and I'm going to be the community manager for uh, that zombie-filled prepper
1: community. It's going to be pretty awesome.
2: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm
1: really excited. The idea and the concept When I think of of zombies, I think of you. What? So... When you think of zombies, you think of me? Yeah, when I think of zombies, I do think of you.
0: Thank you?
3: Yeah, Zombies are you. the best. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, I've been a big uh, zombie <laughs> zombie fan for a long time uh, in all sorts of uh, media cultures, comics, cartoons. Yeah, we're best friends already. Graphic novels, movies. We try to do good fits here. I mean, we definitely want to try to... Like, for example, I love Forza. Uh, I could really appreciate the franchise, but I would be a terrible community manager, I think, for Forza because I just do not know enough about cars or the racing community. I think it'd be a wrong fit. So we try to right fit here, definitely in many aspects. So when the title came up, I definitely threw my hand in the pot um, or my hat in the ring or whatever metaphor you use. And uh, they ended up going with me. So I'm working right now with uh, Sonya, who's the CM for the studio, kind of like how thomas was for remedy uh handling those relationships and helping there as well as right now we're heads down planning some pretty cool stuff uh obviously can't talk about it now but uh hashtag stay tuned 2017 it's going to be really really cool to work on a title like that because uh, i don't think i had the time on quantum i wanted i could have really tried some really cool interesting things i think we did an amazing job but i think being on a title so early will be pretty cool Uh, outside of that i'm also helping with our other titles so recore as you saw just launched a couple was a month month or two ago two months ago and um we had a big title update that went really well with the community um we've teased the tank frame that's public out there we had joseph Staten tweet out that we know people are interested in that 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 frame that they've seen on the box art or integrated in the story so I'm helping the community team uh and Pamela on that one actually throughout the uh fall and winter for that cuz I want to want to give some assistance on some of those things. And then yeah, the Microsoft Studios streaming uh still streaming. I got to co-host MineCon. Uh that was that was a, that was a really big surprise actually. Um the team the Minecraft that must team have been amazing, It was I I'll tell you what, One of the most humbling things about this job is getting to talk to the community. I do a lot of we do a lot of behind the scenes work as community managers, a lot of preparation, uh, plans. We're the faces behind the social medias a lot of times. But one of my favorite parts... that's why I love PAXs, PAX West, PAX East, PAX Prime, you name it. Yeah, I just love talking to the fans and the community because I'm just a big nerd like them. That's all I am. <laughs> and anytime I can talk with my people, uh, people who love the console as much as I do, love just playing video games as much as I do. It's hands down the best part. So yeah, the Minecraft team uh, hit me up and they saw, you know, is your schedule open? We'd love for you to co-host this with the amazingly talented Julia Hardy, who is quite uh, she's quite hilarious in person. Actually, she's very spunky, very, very peppy. She's got a great personality. She's hilarious. Many times I was cracking up in between in between our shows trying to keep a straight face. But yeah, I was very humbled. Uh, I can't thank the Minecraft team enough. I thank them mug. obnoxiously that they let me co-host something amazing as MineCon. Like
0: the, the mug, that that Minecraft coffee mug. I
3: Holy stole crap.
0: it. It's on oh. my desk.
3: Oh. I stole it. I want figured <laughs> compensation for services.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, things have
3: things have evolved and grown. Um, but I mean, it, it it's all the same at the end of the day. Um, I've told you guys, I think back when we first met and talked. Um, every day I wake up, it's. How can I make the community 1% better, at least 1% better than how I found it when I leave work at the end of the day? And it's still about that. It's whether I'm up on stage talking to the community, sharing our messages, or I'm behind the Twitter handles, engaging with the community or setting up the plans for some uh, zombie-filled fun next year.
2: The best type of fun.
3: Yes, yes. It'll be
1: interesting. (laughs) yes well josh you're that busy in the community you're gonna have to leave us, aren't you
3: yeah i do have a production meeting i have a 90 minute production meeting here in a couple minutes coming up i would love to stay and keep going um i would love to come back anytime Um, I'm big fans of your guys. I've been trying to see if we can get some more people, some more awesome people from Xbox to come on your podcast, actually.
0: Yes, I have. I have definitely noticed that. And we appreciate it a lot.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm a big fan of genuine podcasts. So there's a lot of podcasts out there. And um, I've always had the mantra. It's brand. You know, you put the brand in the community before you put put the name in this podcast. I think it's always done that. It's always put the community first. Uh, whether it's, you know, you, for the example, you guys just talk about kind of what people post in the subreddit and you call it their usernames. Little things like that, I think, go a long way. So mm-hmm. I'm always down to support the good podcasts.
0: No, <laughs>
1: I'm going to start crying in a minute. <laughs>
0: uh, you want
1: me to replace Uncle Jesse? Because let's face it, a, a like, block of wood could probably do a better job than him. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> so lovely so uh, vicious. Josh thank you for taking the time out to join us and hopefully we'll get you back on for your appearance number three soon
3: yes a uh, huge thank you to you three for inviting me and having me on and dealing with my little shenanigans for a short little 30-minute show I appreciate it anytime I'm invited on thing things like this I'm always excited to just to talk to people like you guys
0: Fantastic.
1: Yes. so Josh may have left but the news from the subreddit continues and, Reese, have you got the next story ready for it?
0: I do, actually. User <laughs> Beyond the Bounds posted that video footage of the new game, the new Sonic game, called Sonic Mania, and it looks awesome. Guys, do you got to go first?
1: Oh, I'm just waiting for a Sophia pun in a minute, but uh, just to see. <laughs> I got one. I may, oh, I may or may not have played this.
0: What? You, you already went first?
1: <laughs> I've already went fast, <laughs> uh, but in typical video game fashion, I can't talk about it. Oh but uh, I am personally looking forward to playing this game. Nice, really. It's, it's retro. It looks like fun. What's not to like? I didn't like the 3D Sonic. Yeah.
2: I don't either. know about
1: you, but it just didn't feel like a Sonic game. The, the only decent sort of 3D Sonic that I've played. Of, if you we want to see the last game is four D or whatever you want to call it, but the the Sonic Adventures and the Dreamcast.
0: Yeah, that was a good one.
1: Now mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that, but other than that, get Sonic, get him in Green Hills, make it two D, and that is a Sonic game. And make Plus it fast. Sonic and Xbox is always good, and it's got to be fast as anything. The
0: guy yeah. playing two thousand
1: frames per second. The
0: guy playing is absolutely rubbish. Whoever you are, just just put your controller down and <laughs> and hang your head in shame hard was playing so sonic yeah. and he wasn't going fast
2: oh my god
1: no don't go slow in sonic oh. you just don't you hold you hold right on the stick yeah and you press a now and again yeah. and the occasional roll with a b
0: actually this sparked a huge argument among the mod team uh over how one should play sonic
1: there's definitely a sonic decorum and how you how you should play
0: it there is there really is yeah, like no, no one cares sonic. how you play mario there is like a, a way to play Sonic that's correct.
1: Anyway, Sophia, what do you think about Sonic? Are you excited for the new game? Um,
2: no Well, I mean, Sonic's never really been my favorite. I mean, it's been sort of like, I mean, I remember having like the Genesis Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. Was that the one on Game Boy Advance? They had like a yeah. They had like one of those 15 year or something. I remember having that yeah. one, but yeah, I've never really been a Sonic fan, so I'm like, I'm excited to play it, but I'm not. Fangirling over it, if you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah, I'll try it out.
1: Why not? It's reasonable. Are you too young for Sonic? Is this
2: no, not necessarily. I had it when I was a kid, but like, I did. Yeah, it was never my thing. I was more about Spyro and Mario and that kind of jam. Tekken. Yeah. So, yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, I think. No, I never. No,
0: that's that's a as my favorite
1: animal character. Tekken. Chicken. Yeah.
0: Chicken. Um, <laughs> I like it. Uh, anyway, it's Halloween. Right
1: it's Halloween. It is Halloween. It is Halloween. So we're going to discuss some of our favourite scary. Ooh, this games. Is my oh, my jam.
0: This I'm is so my scary. jam. Can I go first? No.
1: Uh, yeah, go for it, Reese. Knock yourself All out.
0: right. So I'm going to get the the obvious crap out the way. Dead Space. Everyone loves Dead Space. Dead Space is great. It's not scary. Condemned. Everyone loves Condemned. Condemned is great. Uh Everyone loves SOMA. Summer. SOMA's great.
2: Soundtrack is amazing.
0: Yeah, Oh, so good. Uh, Silent Hill 2. Everyone loves Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2 is great. Amnesia, Machine for Pigs, and *Eileen Isolation, all great. But now I'm going to hit you with the, with the more obscure stuff. So, first of all, is a single level from a game called Thief, Deadly Shadows. And that level is the Shadle Bridge Cradle. And this, for those who don't know, this level is just... Okay, so the level itself, after the game was released, uh, Kieran Gillen from PC Gamer wrote a 10-page feature article in their magazine dedicated to this one single level, and he called it the most brilliant and disturbing level ever committed to PC and probably the scariest level in the game ever made. My God. Have you guys ever played Thief Deadly Shadows?
2: No, no. but I want
0: to. No, I really want to. But yeah. I want to. <laughs> it was on the OG Xbox. Even if you just watch a playthrough of the Shellbridge Cradle, it is awesome. It still oh, holds yeah. up today. And the other ones I want to mention are System Shock 2, and that's yeah. getting a remake. The first one is getting a remake, yeah. and that is just chilling for those who have never seen that. And the last two, I know a lot of people have never ever 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 heard of. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be all nerdy here. Uh, they're two old point and click games. Uh, if you guys okay. remember those genres, the mm-hmm. first one is called Dark Seed, and it. It it was famous uh, not just because it was absolutely messed up, but all the artwork was done by H. R. Geiger, who designed the alien from the Alien series. And it's um it's about basically this guy has like some sort of it, it it's about aliens and things implanted in your brain and chest burst is coming out of your face and everything gets all met it's incredible that you can watch a long play of the game i think the game takes only like an hour or so to play through from start to finish if you do it correctly so there, there's long plays of it on youtube go and watch dark seed it still looks pretty good and it's it's was it was way too much for um for sixth grade cheese, there was... I, I couldn't handle that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, another point and click, which is a game called I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. Uh, have you guys heard of that one?
2: Nope.
0: Okay, no. so I have no... Sounds <laughs> like every <laughs> day Sophia to me, just just quiet. Yeah,
2: it sounds like my daily day-to-day uh, thing, I I,
0: I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream is a very famous old short story. Um, it's, it, it's set in a a post-apocalyptic world where everyone, like the whole humanity, has been wiped out, and there's by a supercomputer called Am. You know, I think therefore I am, mm-hmm. and uh, he keeps, I think it's five people alive, and he tortures them. And the be- the book is messed up beyond belief, uh, and and the uh, the game is based on the book, and it's just absolutely disturbing. It's one of the most Creepy and messed up games that you can possibly play and it's fully voice acted and you can you can watch again a less play a long play of that as well on on YouTube and I highly recommend it. Um it's it's really good and really 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 disturbing. Like Wait. you have you have no idea just just how disturbing like it's it's oh good lord. <laughs> watch it though, play it if you can. I think it's on Gog.com. But yeah. Hmm. What about you guys? Whew, I had to get that out.
2: Well, here's the deal. Like, I, I have a love-hate relationship with horror games. Like, I love the horror genre. I love horror movies. But games, sometimes they become too real. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> girl, I need to quit. Um, PT obviously stands out. It's just, ah, yes. It just it just ruined. Here's the, I actually played that on January 1st of this year. I woke up after New Year's Eve, kind of hung over. First thing I did in the new year, I was like, I'm going to play PT. Turn on oh, the TV. Why? I didn't know. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I woke up and I was so tired. I went into the living room. People were just lying there sleeping. And I was like, should we guys, should we just want well, to play a PT? And they were like, yeah, sure. Put it on. I didn't know that somebody had already played parts of it. So we jumped straight into the middle of it. Three seconds in and that woman jumps out and my heart just, oh my God. That's how I started a new year. <laughs> However, I, I think it is such a such a groundbreaking trailer for I mean it's it's equal amounts of I'm equal amounts in awe and also really sad the fact that it won't happen is so disappointing. Like but I don't know have if you I'd played be, Layers of Fear. Uh no, but I've I've seen it be played 'cause so I've seen I haven't taken okay. part well, in it, but well, I've seen it. But I, that wasn't really my I don't know. I mean
0: Layers of Fear is a, a bit like PT stretched out into a game. I just
2: didn't feel like it was as so scary. I don't know, I didn't get the same I thought it was. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel as afraid as I did with PT. I think that the the thing that made PT, it was sort of new. Yeah. I felt I'd never felt like that before, and it looked so pretty. And I had no idea what was going on. I don't know what the game is. I don't know what the game is called. It's it's just nothing. It's just you see the forest, and you're like, okay. So I'm playing a game in the forest, and it just it's a house, and it's like, you don't understand what's going on. You don't. You never know what's going to happen, and that freaked me out. That being said, also another game that I really think is scary is Outlast. That also was just yeah. horrifying to me. That was I never oh, got through it because it was horrible. too much. It was it was beautiful. It was a great horror game. Did everything right, but like two minute jump scares, in my opinion. Like my favorite. I mean, people who know me know that zombies, they mean a lot to me in my life. So like <laughs> I no, like honestly, they I mean, I'm going to Halloween party uh on Friday and I'm tempted to go as Undead Marson from Red Dead. Um, just, yeah, zombies are the best, they are the best they're better than some human beings so that's like that's my type of favorite horror game, that's why I love Left 4 Dead and 1 and 2, they are my favorite games probably, I love Dying Light I love Dead Rising 2, like they're all amazing games, so yeah I think that's sort of the more horror scary games, even though they're not really scary but Dying Light is scary, when it turns into nighttime, you're kind of freaked out mm-hmm. I would say, that's a scary game and mm-hmm. I think it also balanced the good of during the day you're like okay there's are zombies it's kind of scary but I can manage and then night comes you're like oh girl I gotta run oh damn this is not going well the, the heart starts pumping
1: the first time you look behind you that oh, button no. that allows you to look behind you for uh, the zombies running at you I never just...
2: use it I'm like I'm just gonna run I don't wanna look I don't I don't want to <laughs> and yeah like I love Dead Rising too, especially just cause it was so like I randomly picked it up on a personal note like I didn't know really what it was I was like yeah zombies and I just laughed cause it was so fun it was just amazing. so fun and it's classic slow zombies I miss those so many zombie games are about the running ones and I get it because they create more tension but like I also feel it's great when games have slow zombies because that's like that's what
0: zombies probably would be so you're excited for Dead Rising 4 then have you seen the pre- yes, promotion yes I'm super excited I'm I had th- a guy walking around in, uh, in Gamescom dressed as uh, dressed as Frank West oh my god and, and, and all his uh, press badge said was Frank West
2: Oh my god, so good! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty
0: good. Uh, it's pretty. No, good. I, 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 yeah, um,
2: I think I think, scare, I think scary games are great, but I, I do, I gotta say, I do think a lot of scary games, like I have a love-hate relationship with Five Nights at Freddy's. I think it's a fun game. It did freak me out when I played it a little bit, but it, like I got over it pretty quickly. But I think that's sort of the. I think that was sort of made for. Gameplay and streaming and it's fun and I also have no idea what kind of age limit is supposed to be because it freaked me out. Like, how, what's the? And I see like nine-year-old kids walking around with Final Fantasy Freddy's T-shirts and I'm always like, I don't know what this is. Should are they not scared? <laughs> Am I like a wimp? But yeah, I do. I actually have to say, it. I know a lot of people say, oh, this is such a crappy game. Everybody plays it. It was pretty fun. I'm like, I don't know. It was a pretty fun game. Just don't, yeah, But I'm not going to buy the merch, you know what I mean?
1: For me, um, Outlast, definitely. Is there anyone had a chance to play the demo of Outlast 2? Yeah.
2: I'm too afraid.
1: I'm not See, gonna... There's some creepy eyes just looking at you. There's some decent jump scares in the first few moments of that, to be honest with you. It's quite good. Uh, but for me, 2 they've both been mentioned earlier on, but Alien Isolation... Mm-hmm. The one of the most tense games I've ever played. Although it does get easier the more you get killed by the alien. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's more expectation of it, but just the first time that I was getting killed by the alien, I was literally sweating. It wasn't VR. but oh. um, Second one is layers of Fear. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as keen on the DLC, but the actual initial game I haven't played the DLC yet. Is it is good? Stunning. Uh, it's stunning. Right. It's alright. It's alright. But... The core game, for me, had just the right amount of jump scares, just the right amount of tension being built before those jump scares, and also some really mind-bending moments. Yeah, I think that... I think
0: that the, I like the atmosphere more. Same yeah. with Soma, actually. I like the atmosphere in Soma and um, and Layers of Fear way more than I thought that I I liked the. You know, quote unquote scares. Yeah.
1: But you know, that that's the two at least this generation that really, really sort of freaks me out. But I do have one downloaded as it Emily is awake. Mm-hmm. I know the one. It just came to Xbox last week, so or a couple of weeks ago, so I've got that to try. So you never know next week I might come back with a new
0: favourite should game.
2: You should try hide and shriek. All about I mean, scaring each other. It's fun.
0: Can I be honest though, I, I actually don't think that over uh Outlast is scary. Get out. I think that the guys who made Outlast completely misunderstood horror on a very fundamental level. Like why? Uh, Outlast is not frightening. Outlast is stressful. Does it does a good job of building atmosphere in in some places, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's really dark and you can't see. Like I actually <laughs> wrote a huge Reddit post about this that got downvoted into oblivion because I dared go against the hive mind. Basically, like. The encounters are so poorly designed that, like, the worst parts of the game are actually the parts when you're running away from the, the enemies because they're scripted. Like, for example, I think that um, Alien Isolation went a good way to having a similar style of gameplay but doing it better. Yeah, you, you've, you've said this before yeah, Yeah, on the be, because it was yeah. random. And when when the and Outlast the guys aren't random, so you know they see you, they scare you the first time with ah jump scare oh it's the dudes and then you run and you turn the wrong corner and they kill you, and it's like okay it's it's you guys again and then so okay I'll turn left this time oh I died again okay I'll turn right this time and like my very first the first uh, enemy that you encounter in in Outlast he he comes out uh, and there's like a a big uh, square room. Yeah, And you basically have to, he chases you around the center. Mm-hmm. I died maybe six times there. It wasn't like, I was just like, at the end of it, I was like, just go away. Like I was annoyed by his existence rather than frightened by him. And when, when that happens, you have failed at horror. Like Amnesia did such a good job of making a game scary simply by forbidding you from looking at the enemies. When you get too familiar with the enemies they lose their frighteningness
2: that's where yeah respectfully disagree in a sense for me it wasn't necessarily the fact that they popped up and how they looked and stuff it was i made in my head i was like they're gonna pop up and i feel like that stress is sort of what makes horror games scary because that's pt you walk around thinking she's gonna come and she never does and then suddenly she does you just walk around you're waiting for stuff to happen i think that's why I mean my problem with Layers of Fear was probably just I felt it was the jump scare was kinda cliche. It's kinda like, oh a door. And it was way too similar to PT. Like I felt it was the same game, so I couldn't like take it seriously, I guess. I was sorta of just like Yeah, it it's 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 gonna I know what's gonna happen. But like with Outlast and stuff, it's 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 sort of cliche too in the sense that, yeah, this guy's gonna jump on you. But I still felt the whole the story, the whole concept of it was sorta of different and like the night vision thing, I thought they they did a really good job in in doing that, like you were stressed out about like the battery and all that stuff, like
0: I don't actually, know I, my, felt, I have to I say, my favorite part of the game, and this is going to be a spoiler, so if you haven't played it, you don't want spoilers, turn away now. My favorite part away. of the game, uh yeah, turn away that, that, that's totally how sound works <laughs> um, My favorite part of the game is actually when they take your camera away from you Oh, yeah, for a brief moment. that was your safety crutch. And yeah. then it's like yeah. you know you don't get that no more. I thought that was really smart. And then when you get it back it's broken. Yeah. So your your safety crutch is 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 damaged in a way. I thought that was quite intelligent and I I hope like I don't think the outlast was bad. I just think it wasn't it wasn't good horror. I I, I don't know it it was just so I don't so know like formulaic. but I, I really do think that the devs had a lot of good ideas and I I think that they will hopefully learn from them. In
2: terms of zombie games, I think Dead Rising Too, especially or like just Dead Rising in general, or Left for Dead even. Left for Dead is one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons I got an Xbox was because of Left for Dead.
1: And the backwards compatibility now just makes it, Mm. you know, it's it's continued on for all those years. Yeah, and it's still pretty relevant today. Yeah,
0: I think it's one of my most Um, replayed games ever. Split screen with my girlfriend. She loves zombies as well. And uh, I think I think it must be a female Nordic thing. And, uh, yes.
2: <laughs> and yeah, I I play it every week, pretty much. Just it's like a I, I call up my friends. I'm like, do you just want to talk about life? And we'll do it over a game of Left 4 Dead. Like, it's it's such a chill, fun game. It's, it's and kind I know like yeah, people think it's boring, but for me, it's the equivalent of what people Wait. do in like. Who, who massive, said?
0: Who what? said Left for Dead is boring? I need to find where they live and, and, oh, I and know, have a long chat with them.
2: I know loads of people who say it's boring, but I'm like, for me, it's the equivalent of sitting down and doing like a, doing GTA Online or uh, Call of Duty or, you know, that's, that's my multiplayer online type experience. You know what I mean? I feel like every, a lot of people like shooters, including myself, we all have that one game that we go back to. And like, that's my shooter game. Like it's, it's simple. That's why people like, you know, Call of Duty or Battlefield, because it's like simple. You don't have to, it's just mindless fun for a little bit and then you're done can i just say what the scariest game of all time is yes the game of life
0: whoa man. That depressing <laughs> thought. that's deep
2: also the presidential election is kind of in america that's kind of
0: yeah that's scary. heavy it's heavy yeah that's pretty
1: depressing as well now something i haven't asked for in about 10 weeks but if you are listening on itunes or any other platform that allows you to just give us a little like or a rating please do it really helps us grow and for another week, Xbox turned off.
0: You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. The official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit.
1: Let's do this. There's definitely a Sonic decorum in how you, how you should play it.
0: There is, there really is. Yeah, like no no one so. cares how you play Mario. There is like a a way to play Sonic that's correct.
1: Tell that to the girl who takes a Mario over to a party. What? You not I've cut that out. The Switch the Switch game to take some Mario. <laughs> that went down well. Oh my god! <laughs> hey guys, what? do you yeah. guys
2: know why Sonic had to go to the doctor? Why? Because he had to run. Put him.
1: And that's the last time so- uh, Sonic will ever be on the podcast. Oh no! No <laughs> oh, oh You've you've just broken me. That joke was just too good. I know. Aww. So that's the last time Sophia will be on.